welcome to this Bridge Podcast number nine. We're in the midst of some amazing transformational energy, the period between the festive Christmas, for want of a better word, and the turn of the year is a time of vast transformation. Now, I wouldn't have said it's vast transformation any other time. This is different. This transformation is out of the recycling patterns. So some of you at this time are going to be feeling very at odds with yourself. Some of you may be feeling like little boats that are just bobbing along, not quite sure where your little boat is going, and yet nothing is further from truth. This is the unplugging, if you will, of the human logical mind. Now, the human logical mind has had the driver's seat for thousands and thousands and thousands of cycles. So it is only to be expected that it's not going to like being pushed out of the driver's seat. Now, at this time, you may be surrounded by many people who are still plugged in to the old earth matrix, except they're not. That is merely the illusion that is presented in order to fool you into trying to use your human logical mind once more. The old earth matrix has a lot of these illusions and it seems to be enforcing this particular one quite strongly. So as you are feeling like a little boat being tossed about on the open sea and you are surrounded by people who are clinging on to reality by making New Year's resolutions and announcing that 2020 is the most spectacular year ever to be in creation, you're going to feel at odds. Now, the unpinning from these cycles is done very personally. Now, as you have lived your human life experience, as you have been born into your birth family, as you have grown up through the years, you've become a child, then an adolescent, and then moved into your 20s, 30s, whatever, you have remained within the cyclical nature of the family patterning. Now, if we look at family trees, now they're called that for a particular reason. Now, you have a root, you have the trunk, you have the branches, and you have the leaves. Now, with all of nature, different varieties of tree sprout, grow, age, bloom, etc. at different times. Now, to be in that family tree is specific. We have incarnated into very, very specific humanity, family, lineage, using the tree symbolism. I know that might be quite hard to grasp, so feel free to listen to that part again. We have deliberately incarnated into humanity's family lineage using the symbolism of the tree. Now we have altered this tree. We have lopped off branches. We have cut off nourishment 
for the tree, we have rerouted the tree, and in some cases we have actually gone the full whack, we have chopped the tree down. And this is on purpose. Now from this current human vantage point, that is, you've opened your eyes, you're sitting up and you're listening to my voice. From this everyday vision, we cannot comprehend what is happening. We are very limited in this human life experience. Certainly we are limited in the human physical vehicle. We live within a vehicle that only accepts there is one world. It only accepts that this world is perhaps round. It does not immediately accept that the universe is other than it is presented to this human physical vehicle. Therefore, it cannot possibly immediately go in to the correct context in which to place the understanding that is now coming through. Therefore, over the past, say, week or so, perhaps many of you will have been doing extra sleeping and wondered why. Part of this is the transition period where we have to unplug certain cycles, certain patterns and certain behaviours. This is to allow for deeper understanding. It is not some sort of banishment or punishment or wrong footage that you've taken, albeit it may be presented as such. The old earth matrix is nothing but cute when it comes to how to give the perfect illusion. 99% truth, remember, will have 1% lie. The 1% is usually a whopper. Now, as we're moving and shifting in these frequencies, we are going to feel at odds with those around us. We're going to feel very much like that spare wheel. But this is temporary because we are being moved out of the way We are being moved into base camp. Now, for information on base camp, B-A-C-E, please visit the truthcodes.com website. Further information on base camp can also be found on the main Releasing Eden website. And there will be further information to come. The information that is coming through is not logical, it's not rational, and it's in no linear order for a particular reason. We are now moving into becoming more adept at working with all, across all dimensional, intra, inter and multi-dimensional platforms. This is a bit like remembering how to swim. Now you will note that I am not comparing this to learning. There is no learning involved in this. We are remembering So we are unplugging ourselves from the old earth matrix in order we remember who all are, who we are and why we are. Now as well as increased periods of sleeping, you're probably going to notice that your eating and drinking habits will change significantly. Now For many people who are in this expansion and truth process, the need to eat meat will become an issue. Personally, I do not have anything to do with red meat. Now, at the time of creating this podcast, 
I can tolerate a little bit of white meat if it's chicken or a bit of fish. Now, a lot of people question me on what I eat. A lot of people are searching for the logical and reasonable explanation that makes sense to them. I have a lot of people who are perhaps coming at me from the whole save the cows angle and that is not the reason that I stay away from red meat. It's purely down to frequency and you will find that yourselves. Please don't be pulled into the drama and the rationalisation of humanity. You don't need to explain why you are doing something. If you feel that that is part of it, then there's something that you need to release. You have every right to eat and drink as fits your human vehicle. There is no wrong, there is no right, there just is. Now as you go through this process you will find that this adapts. As you begin to work more strongly with your spirit you will be guided and you will be given clear explanation by your spirit why it no longer wishes you to consume or drink certain foodstuffs, certain brands, certain nutrients for want of a better word at certain times. Now I want to go into a bit more detail on this because it's very hidden in plain view. When we look at the festive period and certainly when we look at what is mainstream Christmas we will see certain foods begin to appear. We will see certain roles and behaviour patterns certain starting to emerge. Now you will notice that certain food types, certain ways of eating and behaving do not appear at any other time in the linear calendar apart from Christmas. Now when I talk of rote and ritual a lot of people will go immediately to the religious context which is where I'm sort of going with it but it is more hidden than this. Humanity have been conditioned through rote and ritual. Now you could take this to extremes and say that if you get up in the morning and you first of all clean your teeth and then you wash your face and then you eat your breakfast that you were following rote and ritual. The rote and ritual is not in the order that you were doing this. So it doesn't matter if you're cleaning your teeth before or after you drink that cup of coffee. The ritual comes in the foodstuffs that you are ingesting and the rote is in the timescale that you are using said items. It is this simple and it is this hidden. We do not eat cranberries, for example, at this time of year for no reason. Now, many of you listening to this podcast are suddenly going to start coming out with, well, this is to do with ancient calendars and this is to do with ancient crops and blah, blah, blah. Well, that's fine. That's taking part of it. Why are the crops at this time of year and why are the rituals at this time of year? These will not be found on planet. These are off-planet rituals, off-planet rote that needs to be dissolved. 
So over this festive period, you may have found yourself actually avoiding certain foodstuffs, avoiding certain drink, avoiding certain behaviours, and becoming increasingly frustrated as to why you would suddenly stop doing something. Your spirit is untethering you from the rotten ritual. Albeit that we are covered and we are protected, this protection and covering can only go so far once we start to understand and remember. Once you are aware of why you do something and why it is against wider creation, you then have a responsibility to step fully out of it. So this understanding is going to deep, deep, deep levels in order that we can understand what we have to extricate ourselves from. It does not mean that we try and pull everyone around us into the same way of thinking, believing or seeing. Remember there is 144,000 who are waiting for extraction. That is a very limited number compared to the number who have taken human form on this planet. We are protected through our spirit. Spirit is connected to source and source is nourishment for all. There are many things that humanity are entwined with that is spiritually dangerous. Now I don't want you to panic over the word dangerous but they are spiritual openings where we perhaps are not as protected as we would think we are. The Spirit wants to protect us wholly. We want to have the whole armour of God. In other words, possibly the easiest um, example to use. We do not wish to have an Achilles heel. We do not wish to have an opening. And yet the opening sometimes is something so simple and so everyday that humanity are simply blind to it. But once we become aware of it, then we need to take the steps that our spirit instructs us to take in order that we close that opening. Because it is no service to us. We cannot complete our creation purpose and truth if we are being tripped up. Now we will be given various experience in order that we can practice closing these holes. They're not as obvious as you might think. Some of them are absolutely breathtaking once they are revealed to us. Now, another part of this process that I want to draw your attention to is the dream time. Humanity fully believe that once they close their eyes and they begin to settle down for the night, that they go into dreaming. Now, science on this planet would tell them that they are just simply reorganising their thoughts. Those who are now heading towards base camp are connecting on the spiritual plane. You will connect in dream time. And the easiest way for spirit and all to reach you is through the dreamscape. Because your human logical mind will accept things in a dreamscape that it will simply ignore straight away in your waking life. This of course will change it will change and expand as you allow the information to flow through you and you allow yourself to reach understanding. But there are certain aspects of this human life experience that the dreamscape will be used. And it will be used repeatedly 
until you can actually allow yourself to begin the understanding of the message that is coming through. Now, I want to also address in this podcast the feeling of frustration that is beginning to build within a lot of humanity in respect of anger. Now, many of you over the last few linear days may have felt this anger building. The anger is challenging to look at because the anger is both on and off planet. Humanity are anchored off planet in a good proportion of the human life experience. The reason that perhaps you read your stars or follow astrology, etc, etc. Why are humans born at certain times and linked to certain star systems, star signs? I'm not going to go into the detail. The anger is the emotion that drives humanity. Now a lot of humanity will deny this because anger is the one emotion that is not tolerated within family lineages. If you look at your own family, how comfortable were your parents, for example, around anger? Now this may be when you were a toddler or it may be as you've grown up. How is anger dealt with in your everyday waking life? Is it something that is denied? Is it something that's embraced and used as a weapon? Is it sidestepped? Is it diluted? Is it refuted? Anger is one of the main driving forces of a race that now has to, first of all, accept their anger and then hand it over in order they can achieve peace. Now, as you've gone about your everyday waking life experience, you will have been exposed to various forms of anger. How uncomfortable each form made you feel is an indicator of where the anchor lies. Now, let me explain this a little bit further. Therefore, if you're out and about and it's a random situation that happens and you are viewing say, two people arguing in a store, how uncomfortable does that make you feel? Another scenario could be that you come home and you walk straight into the middle of an argument that's happening with immediate relatives. Again, how uncomfortable does that situation make you feel? The guide in how much of an anchor this is is in the extension of the situation that's presented to you. Therefore, if you are viewing two complete strangers and you are aware of the anger, then that anger is probably not that deep. If you are viewing the anger and you are directly related to the people who are involved in the fracas, the anchor is so deep that it may take a few interactions before it can even begin to become dislodged. 
And the way that spirit works with us is the easiest and most comfortable way. Now, I know a lot of you may dispute that and say, well, hold on a minute here, Karen. There's nothing comfortable about the way my spirit is working. Trust me when I say it is doing its best. We will become adept at understanding the nudges and the movements from our spirit when we let go. When we stop protecting the things that we think we need to protect. Because if we are in truth, if we are fully solidified in truth, then we have nothing to fear, nothing to prove, nothing to defend and nothing to refute. Nothing can harm us. Now some of you listening to my voice may feel that you are way, way, way away from this. You're not. We start with the echoes. When we do healing work at this level, we start with the echoes. So your spirit will make you aware of the echo of the anchor. So you will start seeing a theme in your outer waking life experience. Once your spirit has identified the theme and knows that you understand this at a human conscious waking level, it will move to a mirror. It may take some time with the mirror. So this is being reflected back at you and you're beginning to get the hint that there's something that needs to be done. Then it will go for the exact reflection. The mirrors are different aspects. The exact reflection usually is a person. It's usually a person that you would simply ignore. It can be a person who is a direct relative or a very close friend. Somebody you don't feel is a threat. After all, they're right in front of you. And it's not that they're a threat. It's just that in viewing their behaviour, you ignore your own. And once we reach that aspect, that's the aspect that spirit wants us to take action with. That's the moment that we go into our heart space. That is the moment that we do the meditations. That is the moment that we meet with our spirit and all. And we release. Now, as you release something, the first thing that will happen is the exact reflection will shatter. Then the next thing that will happen are all the reflections will dissolve. Then you will begin to understand. And then the echoes will fade. And you will have silence where you had lots of mind chatter. You will have silence where you had lots of questioning before. That is how we know we are making movement. And that is the way to work with your spirit and truth. And as you begin to become friends with your spirit and understand how your spirit is using the symbols, is using your waking life, is using everything at its disposal to help you, then you make peace with your spirit. Because your spirit is from source. The soul 
is a bit like a jester at court. The soul will run and hide and play. But the spirit never does that because the spirit is truth. In order to enter base camp, we have to understand our spirit. Because within base camp, it's our spirit that talks to spirit, that talks to all. It's where we become one family in truth. What will prevent you entering base camp is the jester at court. Because the jester at court is a chink in your armour. And just like if you were a knight covered in chainmail, that little bit that's exposed is where the enemy gets in. And it's not necessarily a straightforward arrow with poison dart. Because that's very obvious. It might just be a little graze that then gets infected because your attention is drawn and that little graze, I'll deal with it later. I'll deal with it later. And before you know it, it's right under your skin. Begins to take hold. Then it's inside your armour. So we've come to the end of this number nine bridge podcast. Please feel free to read the updates that are on the Truth Code's main website, the releasingeden.wordpress website and the Releasing Eden main website. The Truth Code's Chronicles from Orion is at the moment being expanded. There is another section being added to the book from the High Council through myself and this book will be on general release at the end of January. For those of you who are still on social media platforms please join us on the Truth Codes page for the book. This of course is book one. As 2020 progresses there will be further books. Now Truth Codes Chronicles from Orion is the foundation of Basecamp. This will become more and more clear as we do the work and as we align fully with spirit and with all. In the meantime, thank you for listening.